this is the premiere episode of the Burning Bike Podcast. I'm Spinner, host of the Burning Bike Podcast. Right on, Spinner. <laughs> right on. So what we're going to do here in our show, is gonna my show, is going to be basically campfire talk. I have a few guests tonight. I have Gomez and Sven from Fatbike.com. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy. Buenos dias, amigos. Of course, it's Spanish. I see the campfire's already going. The ca- yeah, Dave, get on that. Dave or Dave. Get cracking. Yeah, light that baby up. We have so a we are- live studio audience of uh, <laughs> all the miscreants. And, and see, now you can... <laughs> and we are recording on a picnic table in Silver Lake, Michigan. We hopped on a ferry in Milwaukee, scooted across the lake to Muskegon, and rode up... <laughs> The peanut gallery is already in full swing scooted, back there. Scooted my butt across the carpet. Uh-huh. How many miles was that? 40, 40 or 50 miles? The ride or the ferry? No, the ferry was 80 miles. I'm talking about right, the ride. Right. The ride was 40 plus, 45 plus. It was It was a good day. It was a mm-hmm. big day. And there were some trails, some road riding, some beers were drank. Some what, jerk what told us to take away that made us climb a lot of hills. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. he did. In a route where cars do not appreciate bikes on their roads. <laughs> because they've made this beautiful path up here, I think they expect bikes to be on it. Uh-huh. Which I can understand. But well, we stopped at a fruit stand and we ate did. big handfuls of fresh berries. Blueberries and raspberries. What kind of bike great. did you ride, Spinner? I rode my Surly, a big fat dummy, fully loaded. I would like to have weighed that to see just what it weighed. It what, had to what's be your there. guess? Your best guess minus Spinner, which... You know, Minus me? Minus me. I think it's like 70 pounds unloaded. I would guess it was 150 pounds. So that felt good on those hills. Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. If we can ride rails or trails, whatever's flat as possible tomorrow, that'd be great. What'd you ride? I rode uh, my Chumba Ursa Major. Not not pulling a trailer or being a long tail. Mm-hmm. It's still pretty heavy, though. Mm-hmm. I also had my tires at 8 PSI for that whole ride, which was probably not the best pressure yeah, for mostly what was up. mostly a road ride. Yeah. And Gomez, your weapon of choice? I rode Otis, mm-hmm. which is a uh, fat pack aluminum 190, 150 bike, symmetrical bike, uh, with the uh, Revelate, Apadura, uh, Becker sewing, all uh, in a concert of bags with, I don't know, I. I didn't think it was that Plug your bad, sponsors. Plug all yeah, your sponsors. Yeah, I was going to say, how does it feel to be the owner of a website where you get to plug all your sponsors? Oh, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Uh, Pay up, bitches. Everybody listen. You asked me what kind of bike I had, and then, you know, I just went into the bags because mm-hmm. it's kind of mm-hmm. weird. Greg brought up an interesting point of, are we calling him Greg or are we calling him Sven now? What do you like to be called? I've been spent on this sh- your, show, your show since we started three minutes ago. You've been since the I'm first a, show. I'm, I'm out of character. <laughs> the entire, yeah. yeah. So Sven has made not a business talk. We're not talking yeah, shop here. I do it with JK, too, between Mike and JK. It's like, is, is he, Sven brought up an interesting point is that we're not really bike packing. We're bike touring. That is true. True. So uh, my bike was pretty packed as shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which my, was, yeah, yeah. But then that reason is because... What was your reasoning? Yeah. The, well, the bike yeah. packing would be more where you would normally go with a backpack, and bike packing would be much more backcountry than what we're doing on this particular trip, which is more carrying your stuff and 
finding a destination and camping and doing stuff like that. But we're not in the outback or in an area where you're self-supported, no. really. We're in a campground full of Jeeps and Broncos <laughs> and side-by-side uh, uh, -side Razors. Yeah, it's ORV weekend up here as well as the Bronco Fest or whatever they got yeah. going. So Sand Lake is so. uh, a tourist destination with sand dunes, and it's Bronco weekend up here. And we actually took a cool ride on a F550 scooter. 16 other people or whatever but uh silver lake must be known for its lake and its sand dunes and a lot of off-highway vehicle access to the dunes oh, that's yeah. like that's a, like a really rare thing it's like the only place east of the mississippi where you can drive your off-highway vehicle on sand dunes yeah, it's yeah. certainly one of the largest for sure it's huge yeah. huge yeah we got lost out well, we didn't get lost out there but some of us today got separated from the group and had to ride through a desert type of material or landscape. You got to keep we, them we, separated. So we came up here to find sand, and we found sand. We did find sand. Because Lake Michigan being so high, we don't even have sand anymore over on the other side of the, the Big M. And they barely have it here. Which is true. Yeah. They used to run these big scooter things on the beach, and now yeah. they can't. And this whole trip was raced around, based around beach riding. We'll talk to Dave and his... Uh, for, the, for the trip <laughs> when you're done here. But, uh, day, yeah, so we came up here to do beach two. riding. If you haven't rode the beach on fat bikes, it is something else. You know, I I think most people know that they're uh, snow bikes, but when you actually ride the beach shore, um, I remember the first time we did this trip two years ago, I saw a lot of cool stuff and rode a lot of things, and I, I didn't know what to expect, but you think riding on a beach for... I don't know what was that twenty miles last time. Mm -hmm. It was uh, it was awesome. It was so different just to be right by right beside the water and a lot that waves are coming up and hitting your bottom bracket and you're pedaling with wet feet. But it didn't suck. No, no, it didn't. The thing that I like about beach riding is that it changes a lot. You know, different things wash up. the 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 weather impacts it because half of your viewfinder is full of clouds and sky and water right so all that reflects and it's a really interesting visual as a photographer you know it's like i love that mm -hmm. the stormier the better for me stormy it was better beautiful bluebird day today though that was pretty kick-ass we played frisbee man i love playing frisbee. <laughs> yes. the weather could not have been better for this trip no, yeah, it's, uh, what was it, 70 degrees, 80 degrees. I think it was 50s overnight, so it was good sleeping weather as well. Yeah, you know, it was. Our campground is right next to the pit toilet. but I think that's because we're a group and they stick you next to the... Well, and we didn't have a trailer with a bunch of ATVs on the back either. Right. Mm -hmm. We are a traveling freak show of fat bikes. And Speaking of traveling freak show of fat bikes, yeah. so fatbike.com. This is I've the brainchild of, of you guys. How did this uh, come about? Was there a, a drunken handshake well, at a and said, Well, and <laughs> yeah, at some point in the past, there must have been. It was, it was a long time ago. We're past what eight, nine years now. We're we're coming up on the eight year. Well, I think we've passed the eight year anniversary right, yeah. because it happens in the middle of summer. Right, because I started this thing about six months before I, I met Gomez in the past, but six months before we decided to work together. So I'd already had the site kind of going because I saw a need, mostly selfish, just to tell other people about how awesome fat biking was. So there's a then. passion. This is fueled yeah. by a passion I for mean, fat bikes. And in the olden times, eight years ago or nine years ago, before the podcast even started, 
every single person that had a fat bike, I knew them yeah. in our area. Right. Yeah. There was nobody that, you know, you, you were kind of like sort of the, uh, the weirdo that you built this thing. And was yet, this uh, like when, like, Pugsley was the, the big, for like, as far as well, I know, that was the big mass market first fat bike out there. Exactly. And the other companies started to come along, but not everybody did right away. Right. And that probably would have been, what, eight years ago? Or was there? more? Yeah, more than that, I started doing it. So I, my first bike I had to build, it wasn't an off-the-shelf one, but our site basically started around the same time that that white Pugsley became available to the mat to the whatever masses bought Pugsleys, and you talk, you're talking Schlick, that, right? you're talking yeah, right. Schlick cycles. Um, I we just built yeah from Tom Teasdale built one for me before it wasn't even a Schlick at that point. So okay, but I started the site just because I wanted people to know about it and put stuff out there. I kind of had an idea that at some point it might pick up and we might be able to make a couple bucks at it. And um, I met Gomez at Gnomefest Eight, mm-hmm. the Ocho. Ocho. And uh, somehow we got to talking about this thing because he'd had a Pugsley for a couple of years before that. Right. Uh, even with a roll-off on it. Yeah. Ooh. And had run a race. Right. That, that would, like the first race in Wisconsin. The Silver Lake. Uh, not Silver Lake. Was it Silver Lake? No. Held at Kettle. It was called the Team Snowbike Enduro. Enduro. What was the lake that was on? Uh, the, the first one was not at a lake. It was at Kettle. It was at John Muir. Okay. And <laughs> I must have made the second one. <laughs> and we didn't get a permit or anything and we had bikini <laughs> girls and it was it was so kick ass. Yep. Yeah. And was, there were I there think were, was there. Uh, I you knew everyone that owned off. a fat bike, so I invited all those people and probably fifteen of those twenty five people that had fat bikes had white Pugsley's because the, the completes had come out. Uh-huh. Uh so we devised this format of racing where the people who had bikes just randomly picked teammates like you'd pick in gym class. Uh-huh. And then you rode three-person teams, a three-hour race, and whoever it, did the most laps wins. And you definitely score yourself. And Right on. Not even everybody in the race had their own bike. A right, lot so of them you share a bike. Sharing bikes from the other mm-hmm. team that teammates that had their own bikes. And, and when the Pugsley had a bolt-on front wheel. And is that when you made everybody take their front wheel off? That's and correct. And then people had to run back and get a 15-millimeter wrench and wrench their wheel back yeah, Maybe. Some of them did, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. I That's think what? you said, if you don't, if you have that bolt-on wheel, you can carry a piece of wood. Right, you had to today. carry a log. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know. And a Daytona start. And, you know, yeah. Gomez is kind of the master of making fun happen at events. Yeah. So that and, was definitely. And that was one of the first ones there. It sucked if you were too competitive. Like yeah, it, it was, was definitely it a fun-based event, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't it, think any event we've ever done has really <laughs> been about, right. except for that one race along Lake Michigan mm, when yeah. the mustache when, race when Maches <laughs> crushed that thing. Well, I'm talking about like uh, you can have the wrong. I shouldn't say the wrong people, but certain people can show up with the idea that they're here to win a race. Um, I mean, we see that in single speeds all the time. I and think that was sort of the, the genesis of fatbike.com. We didn't want the wrong people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, and I guess when that kind of started, there probably wasn't, uh, with with only uh, steel bikes being the major player in the market, there wasn't a lot of carbon yet. There probably, 907 maybe had some aluminum stuff, but that doesn't attract the race type usually, I guess I would say, especially when there's carbon in the rest of the market. But you guys jumped in before all that stuff came out. Right. And obviously now there's 
you know, wheels. we were the weirdos. We we would walk around Interbike and say, "Got any five bike stuff?" And they'd look at us like, "What are you doing here? Five bikes are stupid." <laughs> True that, you know. Yeah. So and and the other media companies weren't interested because there wasn't that much to cover. So. Uh, now you walk around. I, I, I remember now it was Kate Heil. You reminded me because Kate Heil was at that first race. Oh, yeah. Kate Heil, uh, she's the person that said, hey, Greg Smith has this, uh, or Sven, <laughs> has, has this. Uh, that, was, that was Greg Smith back then. Yeah. Has this before, website. You, you guys should work together. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Because, you know, I was blogging on other forums and whatnot yeah. and uh you know i've always i've always thought i was a good pretty good photographer yeah, <laughs> yeah i didn't become spent until until gomez joined the team and we decided to work together and both create content and i'd run the tech side he'd make the make the money because <laughs> i'm good at giving money away and stuff and uh-huh. and i didn't become spent until there was potentially because we hadn't had any real um, impact in the market yet that because I had a, an affiliation with Schlick Cycles that it would just seem like a megaphone for Schlick Cycles because mm-hmm. there weren't that many other fat bikes at this time yet. And it's just like, oh, look at our stuff we make. It's so cool. But that really was never the point of it. The point was to show other people how cool fat biking is regardless of what brand or how they do it. But because of the kind of vision of impropriety, we decided that I should have a nom de plure and Sven Hammer became, he gave me like five names to pick from in an email. You got email. to pick your own name? Yeah, he's like, you can't do you that. Can, you, can be, you, can be, you can be Tiger McBalls or, you know, blah, 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 or, or Sven Hammer. I'm like, yeah, Sven. Was that the oh. only English name? Were they all I, Mexican to, names, all Spanish names? Yeah, no, no, there was. So I wanted to have an independent voice, right, you yeah. know, and, and represent all brands. Mm-hmm. So True that. And I, I think at you. that time we, we felt like. We were fat bike evangelists. Yeah. We had found this new toy, and we just wanted to say, "Dude, this is so much fun!" Absolutely. You know, so that and, was that was before we started making money at it. Yeah, for sure. But it at, took the, a, it took at a that good same time, to... though, that independent editorial voice was like, I had the mindset of, "Well, we're going to become a non-print magazine, like a magazine business model." So you sell advertising. online magazine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. and that's how many. Test pilots are there today? Today, There's I think we have, we have like 14. Oh, that's it? I try and keep in the teens somewhere and try and try keep to, a variety of different kinds of writers. Yeah. yeah. Because there's so many niches inside the niche. Yeah. Hurting, well, hurting so many cats, you know, more than those cats. I mean, he Gomez is doing the majority of the work now mm-hmm. because of a change in my life at one point a couple of years ago. So. He kind of knock somebody up. You knock up. Yeah, your wife. he took the majority of the site <laughs> over and does pretty much all of the content and all of the herding of cats and all of the getting of all of the product that we have on the site and mm-hmm. trying to find qualified people <laughs> to. Well, I can see. That, yeah, I was, I was like, looking at Dave. Definitely, yeah. like I know when the big fat dummy came out. Maybe you were there at the first Pugsy Worlds where Saab from Surly was there. I'm like, you need to make a big fat dummy a pugsley cargo bike he's like the circles of people that will buy that will never happen but i would be that guy but there's also now that the products have come so far is there sub 20 pound fat bikes now like i know that i'm not the guy to test that thing and give a good review and there's such a range of products now you could make one but i don't know if it would be something that would be durable and functional and 
like a, well, a single speed fat bike that is carbon everything. I think you could get you could it race to the fat pounds. bike Berkey on you it. You don't and think Leia's back? You don't think Leia's bike is there? It's because she's not looking for like a hardcore mountain bike. She needs a rocket sled. I for think that. she's race. she's in the twenty three pound range. And that's probably bike. and that's a small frame. That's probably got to be getting close. Yeah, t- right, it t- can t- be tires done. are obvi- yeah. one of the main limiting factors. Still, tires just aren't light. I mean, they're lighter than they were in the old days, but they're still not light. But if you're out there in listener land and you want to, you know, post a comment like, my bag weighs this much. Yeah, if you have a sub-20. Um, hey, let me just share with you. Fantastic. <laughs> that would have yeah. been nice yesterday. Good for you. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm super stoked. You know, send me a freaking picture and like uh-huh. some specs and we'll... Uh, Will need a sample of your brain tissue, your shoe size, and uh, maybe your last, your next, your next last. Ne- what? How, what's the terminology? Your next of kin. That's it. Next of kin. Or your firstborn child. What do you need? <laughs> okay, let's get back. Well, so the bikes that we rode here yesterday. I rode the Surly Big Fat Dummy, long tail. I have uh, the rack on front and I carried with the full podcasting set. Yeah, so this is no small feat. No, no. But uh, I'm not as good at packing as you guys obviously are, where you put all the... What are you, you trying to say, lot, lot of sailor? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm imitating Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a peanut gallery in the back. We got Dave talking shit. We'll have him on in a minute but because this is his rolling fat bike circus. But uh, <laughs> so, um, the gear that we just put on the bike. So you're going to post pictures of that? Is that going to be at fatbike.com? Yeah, we, we should stop on here? that same bridge and take similar... Profile pictures of each bike. And I didn't do I wanted to do it, you know, where people go backpacking and they lay out everything they're going to use, like, side I by know. side, and take a big picture over the top and say, this is all the stuff I, I have. I never have enough patience to do that. Yeah. But we still have time. We could lay it out on the road tomorrow yeah. before <laughs> I get I could do it when I get back because, yeah, I didn't know what I was taking until I was, like, I was literally grabbing stuff out of my truck in the parking lot. Like, I could use this. I could use that. But uh, I'm always testing gear, so I have... I, I have an evolution of, of different stuff that's always on uh, a series of different bikes. So I have a new Terrapin, Reveille Designs Terrapin 14-liter uh, seat bag system that's never been used. This is like the first trip it's been on. I saw that, and I'm like, yeah. I have never seen that before. So And it's like a unique situation where that bag got recalled. It got introduced. Uh it got recalled because of some C-clips that could catch in your oh, spokes. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. Okay. And, and just before the trip, they got the blue ones in, and I'm like, yeah, I'll take that on this trip. That'd be awesome. Nice. So, so you review so much stuff, and I'm sure you get favorites out of the stuff you review. Oh, yeah. Sure. And, and like, how do you just not always use your favorite thing? It's oh, like, man. oh, I got to test. I mean, I really love that bag. That's my favorite <laughs> bag. But I got to test this other bag. And then suddenly you have a new lover. Because now that bag is here. You know, I, I, something I got better. some new stuff for I you. I try and practice non-rigid <laughs> thinking, and it's really hard to do and stay objective. Is I cannot believe he didn't chime in with non-rigid thinking. <laughs> now we're going to have Dave on, other Dave on for dad jokes in a minute. But no, yeah. Well, it's looking and, stuff and, that you don't like. Sing journey songs, dude. You were belting them out in the bar earlier. So, what do you call it? Non what thinking? Non rigid thinking. Right. So, okay. so you know, it, I've preached it to you. You're like, I only want to ride a single speed. I only want to ride a steel bike. I only want to ride this or that. Is it's that like, long tail a single speed? Well, you know, <laughs> well half the time you, shit breaks. Go outside your comfort range. Face your fears. Those are the things like. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the like like guiding philosophies of 
uh, yeah, of being awesome, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> World well, according to Gomez. There's oh. rigid within a family, right? There's this, like, yeah, like I like coaster brakes. I don't have that many everything. I yeah. like single speed on most stuff, but I definitely see it like this trip would suck on a single speed oh, man. with a 150-pound bike. That would not, that have, been would not have been fun. No. And, you know, I, I read what the manufacturer says is better about this, uh-huh. and I keep an open mind about that, too. It's like, okay, now I have the product. Does it do that? Yeah. Um, and then you're yeah. like, this is, they nailed it, or this is bullshit. And I try and keep my mind open into that, like, my idea of riding is not everybody's idea of writing. So I try and put that in the reviews of here's where I wrote it, here's how I used it. Um, you know, I'm not I'm, I'm not an ultra marathoner, so I'm not going to use this bag on a thousand mile trip to Nome. So, but most people won't. That said, what's your first impressions of that bag? Yeah, um, I really like the component system. Um, that the, it comes with a cradle and then a dry bag that fits into that cradle. This is a seat bag, a pretty big one. 14 liters is pretty large. I have my whole tent in there and some like, and my like personal items. What do they, what do they call that? It would be a shaving item if I shaved. Maybe I'll start shaving my butt or something. Uh-huh. Um, it also has a bleed valve on super the, awesome on the dry bag, which means. I can pack it in there as hard as I can, and then, then, Dave, (laughs) I can lay all my weight on that that bag with the valve just barely sticking out, and when all the air stops coming out, I close that valve, and the thing's like, it's like when you, you know, you get the freeze-dried coffee, Uh and it's all sucked up together. Vacuum-sealed. Vacuum-sealed, yeah. I can see that coming on the sweet roll, too, at some point down the road. I would think so. Because it, it works like a non-valved dry bag now. So. And that's the one thing that I would say about that company uh, and Eric Parsons is he, he drives the development in that in that segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dustin, too, now. Yeah, and Dustin, too. And they have a lot of really – they have some fantastic athletes like Leo Wilcox. Um, and this is all revelation. So we're not going to get into the JP thing, right? Probably not. I don't know. It's, it's Spinner Show. <laughs> well, I was going oh, to get into while we're talking about the. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we're talking about the waterproof. Too much again. No, that's fine. Fuck. I would say just for this trip, especially waterproof is pretty important. I know a lot of times it's uh, you know people have waterproof shit just to have it, but we're literally riding in Lake Michigan. Half the time, right? And if you fall literally. over, but yeah. any trip it can rain cats and dogs. It can. You know, so <laughs> yeah, I think uh, waterproof I is. I would have been, you know, fortunately it didn't rain, right? And it's not about to, as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did have half my rig on the bike still for today's ride, which was quite wet. We were in the water. Yeah, eight. it was over the hubs a few times. Yeah, and you know what? I was surprised about. I don't know if the water's different over here, but my bike didn't float up like it does sometimes. Maybe that's because there's extra me and extra that on the bike, and it's holding it down. But I don't know. Uh, we had a fun day we had to like get a little creative to find some adventure but mm-hmm. it's fun found- man my, my hat's off to you. <laughs> you you found the you found a way you were you and you know the peanut gallery would resisted your uh your use of the force and you jedi mind tricked <laughs> us right back out on the beach it was pretty awesome oh, were we gonna go back i don't remember <laughs> well, it, it, it turned out better than we could have hoped for, I think. I mean, we were this. We came here specifically for the beach. That's why we took the ferry and rode fifty miles to get here. Yeah, is because this is the last vestige of dunage 
or beachage on yeah. Lake Michigan right now. And there's probably an average of five feet of beach, would you say? And if you're not on that five feet, you're in the water? Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. there's a tree down, you're riding in the lake around that tree, and you go out to, and yeah, I think everybody wrote everything. If Pat Smaje was here, he wouldn't have been wet at all, I bet. He could have jumped <laughs> that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot of uh, front yards. We saw a lot of cool beach houses, a lot of like, Hot moms and the kids out on the beach. At, at one of the uh, when we were heading south, at one of the turnaround spots, we probably could have gone a little further, but this fella had built out a really kick-ass like dock, not dock, like a porch almost out into the lake. It was like and a walkway that ended in, in da- the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and Dave and I were up there looking further down the beach to see if we could see a way past it, and he came walking down the stairs. And he had to be. In his maybe seventies, he was. There was one point where he said, "Hope you're still around next time we come here." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That was smooth." Well, what? He, yeah, I mean, he had just said how much the shoreline had changed in the last two years, how much he'd lost, how much the people down there, how much all of their stuff, not necessarily their houses, but their their access to beach, and how far that thing had gone out before, and how much beach there had been a hundred feet of beach past this thing, and the water was now underneath it. And he said, I sure hope the seasonal averages come back because this is really high and they're worried about this fall. So, mm-hmm. Global warming. But it's cool, it's cool talking to local knowledge because these people know what's happening here. Yeah, the people that live on this lake, you know, it's like uh, it's their neighbor. Mm-hmm. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. So did we de- derail your first podcast yet? No, I think you're good. <laughs> this is about, do you want to talk about your good buddy oh, dude, and this friend, is- Jay Peterberry? No, really? no he's not I, my, I think this is a good not, idea. Not buddy, but. Let us ask you about what your Burning Bike podcast is going to be about. I know some of these answers, but I'd like to hear you, you want to hear me express it. Loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because you know, I'm sure the listen, listeners are interested of why we have why we have these different podcasts. Okay, this podcast is your fault. Right, exactly. I know. <laughs> we've had a few guests. <laughs> uh, so we've had a few guests on the dose of fat, and uh, there's been a few times when we did not practice our signals before. Um, I remember, especially when Brett Stepanek was talking right. through his. Uh, uh, if you know, Brett Stepanek is um, a very interesting dude. He's done Tour Divide a few times. He places pretty high. He rides AZT Cal, uh, Trail, Colorado Trail. Um, but the, he hops on a bike on a single speed, and he's a he's a different guy. He's got a different mindset. And as he's telling these stories, I'm just listening to him talk, and I'm asking questions kind of like this. And we're going through him like, what kind of food do you eat? What do you do this? What was your mindset? And he's talking about the music he listens to. And um, he doesn't get too comfortable when he sleeps because he wants to wake up. And Gomez is like, grab this son of a bitch. Ugh. I'm like, <laughs> I want to know more about that story. I want to dive deeper. And Gomez is like, did you race? Did you win? Cool. Next. <laughs> <laughs> we have a contrasting style. <laughs> well, see, I think one of the one of the things is that that both Gomez and I have been doing this quite a while, and and Spinner's almost still a fanboy. Yeah, he really. Uh, he, I mean, you know, when you're kind of in the trenches and you meet people all the time, it's not like I'm meeting, you know, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith for the first time. I'm I'm working with him every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of I'm past Steven Tyler now. He's not really even my buddy anymore. Sorry, Steven. But, but yeah, sorry, man. I mean, I'm not you singling you Steven Tyler on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to be on now. Yeah, no, Damn not it. not anymore. No. Um, but the spinner really is still curious about what people are doing, and I think that's great. Mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah. And I like to, like, I do the same thing at a bar, same thing at a campfire. Then when I go to an event or a race, almost the coolest part is after the race, when you're hanging out and who stays and tells stories and, and this kind of thing. Kind of like what we've been doing the whole day. There's so many times that we've been talking today and telling stories, like the Peter Berry thing we talked about that we're not going to talk about here. But the, uh, <laughs> the rest I don't of don't want to get into trouble. There's... Oh, yeah. Salsa will fire you, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Gomez? I, we could talk about it, dude. The thing is, is like none of us read the stuff that got him fired because you can't. We we saw the you know we never saw those posts. So I you know yeah. I I think us talking about it is it's hearsay. You know, I, I I just say it's a shame for everybody. I don't think it's good for salsa. I don't think it's good for the ultra endurance ultra marathon racing and i don't think it's good for jp very so, well, so where's the who okay. wins out of this Wait, we've said enough without explaining the situation let's, just, let's explain the situation <laughs> well, I, was gonna, I was gonna without getting into the situation i was just gonna say at a high level that this that something like this in that ultra scene is bound to happen sooner or later because it was such an underground thing mm-hmm. and so few people were doing it and jay was one of the first right right and, and has organized events at doing these ultra things. And now people are doing it that are more um, both competition-oriented and also commercialized. So they want to do the whole tour divide, and they want every drone shot from every descent that they're doing, and they want to make a movie about it after so that they can build their brand, pimp the people that they're representing, make other people money. And it was bound to happen at some point that this type of an event is going to get big enough where it's going to take on that commercial aspect. And I think this situation got caught up in that to some extent. Okay, and let me just... That's my understanding. We just still didn't explain the situation. So at a a high level, Jay Peterberry raced for Salsa in this ultra stuff. And 45 North. And 45 North. And there is a new racer. um, Leo Wilcox. Leo Wilcox. There was some sort of disagreement, some online back and forth. Salsa and Jay Peterberry and 45 North has split ways. True. That's it. That's the that's the high level view without any right. r- reason behind why it happened. Right. Which and we don't have the whole story. Lail had a film crew following her and on tour divide. And that was not against the rules. They had apparently changed the rules to allow for that. And Jay apparently had a problem with that. Well, the rule is that again that's hearsay. Well, yeah, because <laughs> we don't know. But the rule was nobody that is close to you can have any contact with you. Oh, right. And that's what he had an issue with, as far as I. I'm not you know, okay. into it here, because, but yeah. outside of racers, yeah, it, you can talk you, so to racers. I, you're so you can't them. even call your wife while you're on that trip to get any kind of personal support. This is supposed to be a you against the mountain and the trail thing. Uh, not so much again. This is the this is the J side, the ultra thing. Okay, so that is the rules of the racer. That's what Jay thinks the race should be. This is not a question I have an answer to. Okay, <laughs> so here's my suggestion, Spinner. Okay. Get yep. Jay on the show. Ask. Yeah, get Jay on the show. Get Jay on the show. See, this is a perfect show because it. You know, right. probably only has one listener right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Rob's listening very intently. Here. Well, no, I, I've seen a documentary from this race. Yeah. And that was one thing they specialized saying, like, is this you yeah. against? We'll, we'll, bring, we'll bring you on in a minute. Okay. Hey, if he's, he's going to be on, then he's got to be on. The, the audience here uh, can't ha- hold out anymore. The peanut gallery is now ready. All right, Rob has something to say, folks. Michigan Connection. The Michigan Connection is on. And I watched a couple documentaries of the Tour Divide. And the whole way it was spoke to me, it is you against the trail. 
you can't have any outside assistance from friends, family, sponsors, or anything. You have to go, if you need supplies, you have to go on your own to a grocery store or a bike shop and get what you need. You can't have people waiting there support for you. Okay, just one right? second. So if you don't know what Tour Divide is, that's another thing I like to explain what things are because I don't know most <laughs> things either. Tour Divide is a race from Banff, Canada to Mexico across the Rocky Mountain Range. On, the, on the Great Divide. On the, right? on the, yeah, on the Great Divide. Continental trail. Divide. Continental. So so it's a, it's a big race. It takes almost a month to do. I think 18 days is a record, but okay, continue. And well, it's, it's all about being self-supportive. You have to... What you start with, you have to end with, and people can't come to you and give you aid. True. If you break down, you need to find your own repairs along the way. True. Uh-huh. And to go even a step further, you cannot get emotional support. You can't sleep with your wife or your husband at the end of yeah. the day and get all that yeah, love from them to yeah, make they, you feel better about you. yourself. Yeah, exactly. They can't visit <laughs> you. They can't talk to you. That's so, you know, there was a situation on this last one where there was contact between one party and another and her friend was running the film crew even Um, though okay even though she said she was on a mountaintop looking down directing it you still know she's there that's still support that's where this whole thing started yeah Uh, so that is the main argument as far as as i understand i see my wife in the distance filming me I still feel her love. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not, not like, no, she's in New York watching, like, hoping he's okay. You know, just. So, okay. So, we see what happened. There, somebody said this, uh, how, this is not how it should work. They said some things. People said. And this may not be the way it happened. Yeah. I, it's all hearsay. And, and apparently, you know, things didn't stay civil like they don't on the internet. And, you know, we live in a very... Uh, we're, we live in a society where common courtesy is out the window, man. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, especially with a group like that where they're both athletes and participants, but they're not. That's and not at a, a really high race. level, too. Yeah, yeah. like that they're not racing each other, which is a bit odd. But yeah, it, it, I wish we could have you know discussion, debate, and we don't have to bring in all of the. I wish people would not judge, and I'm guilty of it too, though. Dang it. Dang it. I'm part of the problem. But the biggest thing is saying, we don't know, but we do want to speculate something happened and we yeah. have to speculate because we don't know the real story. Right. And we, we But let's so let's here. let's make a pledge of we'll do everything in our power, you know, let's put the Wonder Twins power together and become a rhinoceros, a woolly rhinoceros. Who's the Wonder and- Twins? You two? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was looking at you, Uh-oh. but that would be weird. All right, I know. But uh, what are you doing over there, Rob? Yeah, don't don't fidget, man. Don't touch the don't touch the equipment, man. I got touched by a lens that scared me. So <laughs> yeah, it'll scare you. Yeah, I think you know this day and age when things can go off the rails so quickly and people are so sensitive about things, and you know everybody grew up differently. Everybody's mm-hmm. sensitive about different stuff. You get a groundswell of people sensitive about certain things. It can really affect. And and the internet, all it does is damp down my ability to control my feelings and just type stuff out because I'm not really yelling at you directly. Mm-hmm. Well, so. the thing about this race, too, I'm sure, well, this whole situation, anybody can say anything who has maybe never rode a bike. They may be, they might ride a Walmart bike. They might, you know, they just see something like, I know this, I know this. You're anti-feminist, you're anti-whatever, and then they blow up. 
I gotta have another beer. It's getting pretty deep. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I wish go, there was. I wish there was something. I'm go Let's... grab an all day IPA real quick. You guys continue. We can take a break. No, no. You guys okay. are. You talk amongst yourselves. You got Rob. Let's find. A, let's find a way to. Uh, you know, find something positive out of this situation. Let's. Uh, that's what I say for the people. You know, I'm not in charge of any of this stuff. I'm just. I'm, well, there's an open spot on the salsa race team. If you could, yeah, no, because they don't want they don't want a six year old old guy. Yeah. Um, but you know, call me. <laughs> call me if you want to pay somebody to race your stuff. Call yeah. me whoever's running salsa these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gomez. 1-800-GOMEZ. 1-800-GOMEZ. But anyway, that's that's that situation. Well, cool. I had no. one, I had something I wanted to share before I hand the mic over to somebody else. Well, while you think about that, okay. Rob, what are you riding? Right now I'm riding a 2015 Sauce, oh. I mean, Trek Farley 7, basically stock except for the cockpit and the brakes. Johnny Kalele. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Kelly. Yeah, just, but, but I, don't get me wrong. I mean, I started racing BMX in '77 on DG. So I mean, I'm an old oh, school peddler. He's got cred, yo. So yeah. you're over here on the Michigan side. We call you Michigan Connection because I meet you guys put, on this side of the ferry. Yeah. Okay. Is and the you, tattoo you drove down is, and rode up with? Is that. the tattoo on your calf? Is that a tattoo of you on a bike? Yeah, that is from 2002 at Rock Cut State Park in Rockford, Illinois, on my Karate Monkey yeah. single speed rigid. That's got, where you and I met. Yeah, in the suburbs. And I got second place in that race on a single speed rigid bike, with the only twenty nine er in the field. Mm-hmm. So I was a pioneer in the twenty nine er. I mean, I was late for the boat for the fat bikes. Did you wear overalls? And did you? Yes, did, did people, did people refer to you as Sodbuster? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I was on a sponsor team, so I had a matching kit. Ooh, yeah. real wow. fast racing out of. Um, Lyle, That's what first Illinois. attracted me yeah, to yeah. you. <laughs> What's your matching? Is that Roscoe, Illinois? What Illinois town? Lyle. Lyle. Yeah. Illinois. I mean, I'm one of these people where I started racing at a young age, BMX. Mm-hmm. Then college and life years disappeared. In the 30s, I got back into racing. Within three years of mountain bike racing, I was an expert. Race expert all through my 30s. Then I got fat and slow. And in the 40s, I was a sport. And now I'm into my 50s, and I just ride for the hell of it. I don't race anymore because that's just... That's my style. Yeah. I want to stop and smell stuff and drink stuff and look at stuff. And This is the trip for you. Yeah, he no, still I puts love, the I power down, man. But, still puts the power down. Uh-huh. I mean, it's all about it. I mean, it's like no more, no more racing unless I want to beat some up a hill. But that's like a quick race. But mm-hmm. I don't race, period, anymore. It's just not my thing. I do. But what? not like that. <laughs> I guess I tried last year. I tried it last year's Berkey, but it did not go. I did not win very much, and I got beat by a girl. I beat a lot, by a lot of girls, but one specific girl I was trying to beat. Oh, I'm sorry. To Don't you mean woman? <laughs> woman. Oh, no, no. Actually, actually the other yeah, gender. The comments on this thing are going to get blown Old white guy is talking about. How dare you assume gender? Oh, no. She'll tell you. <laughs> Talking about our co-host Leia Schneeberger, um, hi Leia, the dose of fat. She's hi, probably going to be one of your what, one of your core you listeners. Really nice today. Yeah, have I? Has anybody told you that? You know, today you really pulled it together. <laughs> dang. I know. <laughs> dang, that's how you put her in the mood, and then she's friendly. You've said that to her on the phone so many times when you haven't seen her that day. She and knows she, the secret, though. We should up. do a shout-out to Wanda Kennedy and Lisa. <laughs> don't know your last name, but you taught me that trick, and yeah, buddy. 
It's not the first time Wanda's name came up this weekend. I know. Well, weird. You know, we have rag. We we should talk about. We should get Dave over here and maybe talk about rag. We're gonna bring on both the Daves in a minute. (laughs) Do you remember what you're gonna talk about? You wanted to share something. I know. Then we interrupted. Was, then we interrupted you. It was profound. Then we interrupted you. Hey, it was profound. Stop that, man. <laughs> um, had something to do with bikes, boat, and a goat. Oh, that's what it was. All right. So, bikes, boat, and a goat. You think it's a goat, but it could be bikes, boat, greatest of all time. Oh, the goat. Think about it. None of us are doing that. That could be a T-shirt right there. Oh. Uh, Bikes boat greatest of all time. We'll have Dave explain why there's a goat when he named the event when he gets on. Muhammad Ali was a goat. Yeah, greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. I think it's always arguably Richard Petty, it's a goat. greatest of goat. all time. Arguably greatest of all Dave time. Dave Lunds, goat. <laughs> <laughs> Go to West Dallas. At Dude, least go to this You're going to make me say bad words. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, I'm going to tell you about this. This is the greatest strip of all today. Yeah, there Great, you go. Greatest trip of all today. Yeah, however that works. I we got a really can... good group of guys here that are not too like. This is what needs to happen. Even like you, like we need to get up there. And when coming into this event, there was not a lot of. I just know I'm going to show up at that boat at six o'clock and do whatever. It'll all work out, and it'll all work out, and I'll go home. The on. day everybody goes home, or the day after, because Dave sent me the wrong dates <laughs> on the return ferry. <laughs> So this trip goes home on Sunday, um, August 4th. Dave sent me a text with a picture saying 8-1-2019 through 8-5-2019. So I booked that trip. And I get on the boat and on the way over, like, no, we're going home on the 4th. Shoot. I have to spend an extra day on my bike over here. Darn Luckily, it. Lake Express let me change that. I was worried about hanging out for another day. But uh, we got it straightened out. Right on. All right on. Anything else? You want to say before we bring in the days? No, no, we got well. Welcome to the Fatbike Radio family. Woohoo! Uh, Spinner, Spinner, show going. There, the Spinner Ryerson. There's a heck of a burning fire over there now. There is the burning bike. This podcast. is the burning bike. You can tune in. Uh, I don't know. Every every now and again. Hey, if you're going to get uh, Dave in, maybe you can talk about when he burned your bike at uh, Takara. At the he time did burn my bike. And we can talk. You can talk about that. Yeah, I'm. I'm tapping out, guys. Uh, right. It's been great to be on your show, Spinner. I wish you the best of luck. I think uh, we'll get you on. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm. I'm doing the, the full spectrum cycling podcast, and we'll get you on that. On in there. Day cycles. Yes, you got to plug your sponsors, which is yourself. Well, I'm not that guy, though. I don't. I'm, I'm, Gomez knows this better than anyone. How are you going to sell your stuff if nobody knows? Yeah, I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> you know what? If, if, if I don't sell it, I get if to keep it. You don't want to buy my shit? It? Don't buy my shit. If you do, stop by the store. I mean, I don't know. I'm not pushing this that hard. <laughs> I'm so I'm doing How it wrong, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if they're, they're keeping the place open and the heat on and or air conditioning or whatever is going on and guys yeah. are getting paid and whatever. You can afford, afford enough beer for Tony to drink? Yes, except he buys beer most of the time when we do the show. Oh. So I got that going for him. There you go. Unless he brings it in. <laughs> I even said today, if I always try and if I'm going to buy something, like, for instance, this podcasting gear, I went to the wizard and said, <laughs> what should I get? He's like, well, how much money you got? True <laughs> <laughs> that. And, and then he whipped it out on the table. He's like, well, this is out of date. You need to do this. Where's your grease for your cords? <laughs> I know. See, that's that's I, why. I don't know. That's 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 why he's the yin and I'm the yang. Uh huh. That's why we're a team. And you need both. 
Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, I, again, good to be on your show, Spinner. I'm going to get out of the seat so some of these other guys can yeah, get in. Yeah, me too. Come on. Come All right. On. Uh, thanks, Spinner. Thank you, guys. Oh, that's me. Let's do a pause. That's you. Let's take a break. And when we return, Dave and Dave. So I heard you need a fat bike. Come to Zion Cyclery in Zion, Illinois. We have all brands. Trek, Borealis, Salsa, Felt, Surly, and more. Yeah, we have all the cold weather gears by 45 North and Bontrager. Keep those fingers and toes nice and toasty. We fix bikes also. So you have any problem? Brakes? Gears? Suspension? We have the best mechanics in town. So yeah, visit us at ZionCycle.com. You're tuned to Fat Bike Fat Radio. Welcome back to the show. We're here with Dave, Rob, and other Dave. Dave Lunds. Uh-huh. Hey, Dave. West Dallas, Wisconsin. West Ellica. You used to work for Hayes Brakes. I used to. Now you're a welder. And uh, the bikesmiths in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There you go. Yeah, now I'm an iron worker. And Rob? You do Ni- Niles, Michigan, and I am a used car sales manager. Always. And you were on the previous session. Yes. Another Dave. You started Harley Davidson in 1947. <laughs> <laughs> 1914. Uh, 20, 20 years now. Uh, <laughs> not quite that long. Yeah. You, you invented the motorcycle. I, I assume your last name is Harley Davidson. Nah, you, that's good. No, your, your middle, yeah, name, your middle name's Harley. And the last name Davidson, yeah. Okay. Yeah, broken so, and motorcycle. Going, he invented the e-bike. On, okay. Junk motor man on Instagram. <laughs> we can talk about that. We can talk about Harley's e-bike business. Nah, I don't know nothing about it. No, okay. yeah. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that. So, Dave, this is your brainchild. We are here in Silver Lake, Michigan. Bikes, boat, and a goat. Trip. Hopefully a goat. Okay. Where did this come from? Um, well, the first time we did this trip, we actually ran into a goat. Um, but you, actually, when you saw the title, Bikes in a Boat, you thought you saw Bikes in a Goat. Oh, is that, did I start this? Yeah. Oh. So then I'm like, okay, well, i got to go find a goat. Well, so. I wasn't on the initial trip. So the, the first yeah. fat bike trip that you took, you're like, because there is the ferry, high-speed ferry in Milwaukee to Muskegon. Yep. And you're like, we're going to go over there and ride that beach. Yeah. Who was the first Who was the first time? Well, when was the first trip? Uh, I don't know, like seven, eight years ago now. How many like Gomez was there. Greg was there. Um, is he me. your trip or just like, hey, buddies, I'm going. You want to come? Um, well, there was this woman in my life at the time, and oh, she had a house down there. Oh, and, uh, I've heard about that. I've, yeah. heard, I've heard it's so, a nice house. Yeah, yeah, we rode, we rode to her house, um, which was the opposite direction. I'm no longer allowed at that house, so. Weird. Uh, yeah. um, There's a few houses you're no longer allowed in. True. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Crowley. Um Okay, so this, okay, so, uh, I so we, so you yeah, we took the boat over. Right? Yeah, we we did a couple uh, two three days as our first four day. So we're ramping it up a notch. And the thing was just fat biking on the beach. You rode yep. the beaches from yep. the ferry to yeah. The first the time we actually rode from my house, so Lisa rode to my house Ooh. from Tulsa to Stalas. Then we rode down to the boat. Tulsa is Stal- Tulsa is in Tulsa. Uh, it's just. Uh, Wabatosa? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a mile so or two from... So this is from, both on the Wisconsin side? Yeah, yeah. A mile or two from my house, and then we rode down from my house, straight down Lincoln Avenue to the boat, and then uh, we got on the boat and rode to her house, so we actually Just the two did, of you? Uh, no, uh, Gomez was there. Was Greg? Greg, were you there on the first one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, who else was there? Who else goes on a date and gets to bring two buddies? 
Right? <laughs> Rock stars. No wonder you're not together anymore. Right? <laughs> True. That's, that's my, one of the many reasons. Um, okay. That and, and never mind. Um, um, but that time we did it. Yeah, we... I think Greg actually rode down. Gomez drove down. Greg rode down from Whitefish Bay. So a lot of us did it on bikes alone. No cars involved all weekend. But this was fat bikes. Yes. And the plan was to ride the beach. Yeah. And no and camping. Then, we stayed at her house. Yeah we, yeah, we had pretty nice accommodations, yeah. And then you guys... Love didn't work out. And you're like, well... Let's dish the chick and just think of my buddies over there. That's right, camping. yeah. Now, now we got to go the opposite direction, yeah. <laughs> oh, she lives south? Yeah. And now we ride north? Okay. Yep. I got oh, it. South. Well, actually, this week uh, in Grand Haven is uh, Coast Guard Week, too, which is, like, the busiest week of the summer. Okay. And uh, we we probably couldn't have got a campground, but it might have been a hell of a time to be in town to party and just pass out on the beach or whatever. You We're know. having a good time up here with, uh, oh, this is it. such a weird dude, town. Dude, so many Broncos and Jeeps, dude. It's, and there's Mormons awesome. around. And there's a couple and Mormons. Not Mormons, Mennonites. Mennonites, that was they, the difference. Yeah. And uh, Rob needs a couple Mennonites to get off here or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> at least I don't need a goat. Yeah. <laughs> I'd goat. rather have a goat, tell you the truth. So one time you were riding through and you saw a goat, and now this trip is yeah, um, bikes, uh, which are the bikes we're riding, boat, which is we, a We actually found a goat because you thought it said goat. I'm like, all right, cool, yeah, we'll throw a goat in. And that day, actually, um, before we got on the boat, I went, as that Walgreens gathering some shit, and I found some farm animals, and there's a goat in it. So I actually bought a goat, a little plastic goat. And then we saw a real live goat that was uh, trying to gather up money for his college fund. On this side. There's a goat <laughs> yeah. tied outside the bar with a college fund? Yep. <laughs> and the guy was the guy was playing guitar, and uh, the goat was just standing there. So, you know, of course, we donated to his college fund. <laughs> After a few beers, it sounded like a good idea. You know, and, um, so we actually did see a goat that time. Yeah. So, the, yeah, this trip has kind of turned into a bar hop to wherever we land. Right. So ride the yeah. beach. And well, yeah, yeah. This year, um, we we had the lofty goal of getting to Silver Lake in the first day, which we managed to do after nine hours of riding and bar hopping. Riding and bar hopping. And I mean, a lot of Michigan year. beer. You switched to Oberon. Yeah, high life today. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Right, right. We crossed the border. I was on the Oberon. Um, but um, true. <laughs> was that last, yeah, last time it took us twelve and a half hours to ride. What? 20 miles? Well, we drank a lot more beer. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, so, other day, what are you riding? A Surly. A Puxley. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I know what it is. People can't see oh, your bike. Oh, yeah, yeah. Puxley. <laughs> uh, it's right I, over there. You it's it's it I bought secondhand, and I have uh, a couple of bags on it I got from my birthday. Uh-huh. Big Ortlieb waterproof bags and um, are you a, regular, a frame bag. Are you a regular bike packer? Bike camper? Uh, I don't th- call myself that, but I suppose I do it more often than I admit. Well, right, right, right. You just came off a reg ride. I did come off a reg ride. That ended Saturday last week? Saturday last week, and I went to work for like three days, and it was spacey, and then, see ya, I'm going on another <laughs> one. And they're oh, like, oh, so when is reg When is reg in, Sunday or Saturday? Uh, it ends Saturday, but we ended on Friday, partied in the last town, and then drove out on Sunday and went home. So you got home Sunday night. You worked. Oh, Saturday. Saturday. Got home Saturday. Okay. Said hello, uh, family. My son had a sleepover. My daughter went to bed right away, and my wife's like, leave me alone. 
Okay. It was great. I'm going to go hang <laughs> out with six dudes in Michigan. <laughs> oh, I slept a long time, and then I woke up, and I'm like, oh, go to work. Well, they went to church, and I went to dirt church, rode in my mountain bike. There you go. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then I had to go to real work. Did that for three days, and then like, see ya. And here I am on this trip. And it's been fantastic. I mean... Fill me up with some beers. Let me puke on the beach. Yeah, you yeah, did that all right. He fed the fish yeah, at the same time. Right? <laughs> was that, yeah. So yeah. Don't this. don't leave a half can of beer sitting and low tide because uh, little lake water in so there you're was some the sand. Lake water for oh you my god! Up this morning, I think it was just sand in the lake water. Uh, so, yeah, because yeah. his can tipped over. It wasn't the loaded mashed potatoes. No, you had a veggie omelet. I had a veggie omelet. Yeah. There wasn't oh all gosh. the vegetables in it. Did you see it all when it was floating away? <laughs> I, I ate a bunch of meat. I was I worried about so. you. You threw up for four minutes straight. Yeah, yeah it was fantastic. There, it was like just, five. I had to walk away fucking twice. Power pearls or power <laughs> hurls. I was worried yeah. about the duck guy walking a dog coming down the beach. Right? That dog is going <laughs> to eat that dog's going to eat all that puke. <laughs> yeah, I grabbed that can of beer and I took a swig and I'm like, oh, this is lake water. <gasps> Dude, Ooh, there's a couple <laughs> pieces of sand in there. Yeah. And I think my body was like, get this out. What was even better? Get so it out. Let me set the scene here because there's this historic lighthouse um, right up the beach from where this happened. Um, and there's a bunch of families hanging out. And we rode down a little ways, not too far. But, little uh, Sobble Point. Little Sobble Point, yes. Yeah, and remember then that? The you got grandmas? almost naked. There was some hot grandmas. Yeah, hot grandmas. And you got almost naked. So you were standing in your bike shorts. And you uh, and there's brought a frisbee. Right? Well, Spinner, you were standing in your freaking underwear. They weren't even bike shorts. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. There's no <laughs> Well, so, yeah, but no, still. but but the point I'm trying to get is, as people were walking, you got up to the beach and started puking, and you couldn't even put your pants on. So you're standing <laughs> in true. your chamois shorts, throwing up, and there's like families there, and you're like, puking. I can't put my pants on. Yeah, there was nothing we could say. I got bigger problems over here. So we rode through this family. We made a scene with these huge tire bikes. You got in your underwear and started throwing up on the beach. And <laughs> well, you know, I was actually going factual. to recommend my wife listen to this podcast, but I think now we just. I'll never mention it to her. <laughs> you didn't even do anything bad yet. Yeah, there was a lot of <laughs> olives in that uh, omelet. There was a lot of olives. And I got to a lot watch of all those out olives out come up. When they went down, I was like, oh, I don't really like olives. And when they all came back up, I'm like, figures. <laughs> uh-huh. Damn it. Yeah. It was, well, and that's, that's another, that's another thing olives. we do. We bring some food, but we don't bring a whole lot of food. And the nice part about this trip is the frequent local businesses, bars, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, lighthouse we cafe. We find all sorts of much shit, yeah. <laughs> Awesome someone, someone bought that breakfast, and I felt really bad. I'm like, oh, my Gomez God. Bought it. Yeah, Gomez bought it. Yeah, Gomez paid for this, and he's going to be like, fatbank.com paid for this. is an expense. My, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. It's the tax right off. So sad. No, Probably not. And then yeah. I was looking for a frozen burrito the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other things that we've done. So what did we do yesterday? Yesterday is mostly just riding. Oh, yeah. But uh, today we raced go-karts. Yep. We rode in the sand buggy. Yep. Um, <laughs> Mac, Mac Dunes. Mac Dunes. Mac Dunes. Yep. So yeah. Watch out a... for married women in the front row. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Those <laughs> cougars. We have six. Got a lot of claws. Six boys, six men, whatever. And then we get on. <laughs> we were, this thing is like four rows of seats in an open air uh, F550 with no roof on it. And they have private dunes. And this guy, and the, these are. 
They're not diesel trucks, but they're huge work trucks with they're airplane tires that on float over Triton the sand. V10 motors. And Triton V10 motors, and this Ford. guy takes you out, and you go flying around for probably like 40 minutes on the sand dunes. Yeah. And our group of six dudes got on with the I group of it. six. It's on Strava. Yeah, it's on Dave Strava. <laughs> Dave Lund's on Strava. Okay, I'm not going to finish my so, so is the go-kart. <laughs> but, yeah, it was cool to see. I got so. my miles in this week. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow. Oh, that, that was a blast, oh, dude. Oh, we're getting... Yay! We're getting uh, that. That famous. was that. That was a blast, and that I, I, I thought they're just going to meander around the dunes, but that guy was giving her. That's what I thought. With too. sixteen people in there, like full grown adults, <laughs> you could feel the back end sliding. You oh, yeah. could, and that's, yeah. I love that. That's why I want to sit back there. That was yeah. cool that we got. Oh, to yeah, be in you the got back a back seat. Yeah, yeah. It was like an open air school bus. Right. Yeah, I was the same thing. It, I, it was, I was a like, short I don't bus. know if I want to go do that, but it was cheap enough, and yeah, I'm really glad t- we did. That was <laughs> worth the money. You're like, if, if it's more than twenty nine ninety forty minutes of blasting through the dunes, oh, yeah. highly yeah. worth it. That's money well spent. Yeah. And what Mac else dunes. were we going to do if we Mac didn't do that? We'd be here drinking, and we'd be drunker by now. And yeah. everyone kept their and, hands uh, north of the equator. I, I, I forgot to bring a beer though. Robin, Robin, other Dave had beers on board. I'm like, damn it! I I drank a beer on the bike ride down there, but I didn't bring one for the. Dune drive. We got to so. give a shout out to Mark, scooter driver. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, uh, yeah Mark with a K. Mark, Mark with a K, not a C. Right, right, yeah. He's a he, solid Mark. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he took some pictures. We'll have some cool pictures, and hopefully Gomez will post these. And the weird thing is, I have T-Mobile phone service, and it's been sucking up here to get connection. Where does T-Mobile not suck? <laughs> in, <laughs> in cities. In okay. cities. Okay. In cities. Yeah, you got to be, like, right next to the tower. Okay. But we get to this... Tall sand dune in the middle of nowhere, and all Astrid of a sudden, Hill. all of all my emails and all my texts I've been trying to send for two days goes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my wife, my friend, my next yeah. door neighbor, my worker. I'm in like, airpl- an airplane mode all weekend. Fuck it. <laughs> Nobody loves you, Dave. You don't love anybody. That's your That's problem. Right. You I, don't I don't even love can... myself. No, he's, you he's, send Chad some. Uh, oh, I send Bronco Chad weekend. Some weekend yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I got to send something to someone else, too, because she just lost her Bronco. She sent it to the scrapyard. Oh, no. Yeah, Cassie. Uh, the frame break? Uh, no, it was just so rotted out, so much fucking work. Um, but, yeah, she just posted pictures the other day, like, sending her Eddie Bauer Bronco down the road. And, yeah. That's super sad. I, yeah, it would have been way too much work to get it right. But after again. this, so then we went to a chicken place. Yes. Frickin' chicken. Frickin', Frickin chicken. chicken, which was pretty good. It was pretty good. Decent. And next to we saw this go-kart. Course. Wait, wait, back up. Okay. Cougar checked me out. <laughs> really? That's right. So we saw that. I was like, at the wow. chicken place? Or? Someone else saw it too, and they're like, Yeah, that's oh, that was Gomez. was like, You backed up your story. Because I was sitting there saying, she You're full of shit. Nobody you hit out. on you. I was feeling fucking sexy. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Well, you anyway, are. Move on. <laughs> enough about, you know, enough about day, me being like sexy. Cross, so, or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the go kart track that was an oval course was cool. with a slippery corners. Of course I strive at that too. Yeah, of course you strive at it. Send me that video. You just put it on Snapchat and it's gone. So. Uh, I think I still got it. Put, put it on one of those uh, social media sites that it doesn't disappear. Okay. Okay. You know, not Snapchat. <laughs> How often does so, Dave Lunds ask you to provide proof that he did something? <laughs> well, he, he but this so is cool. It was ridiculous. <laughs> that was the worst driver I've ever seen in all my whole life. Yeah. Dude. Well, you had a bad car. Your car wouldn't oh, go my car was terrible. I had a number 20 car. Man, Kansas, motherfucker. So, yeah, I had a good car. You spun oh. out the most of anybody tonight. I've ever I know, because I was the giving fact her, that you I was giving her the hardest. Kansas number is, that, ooh, that makes you West Dallas. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> So here we are, and we came back here and started podcasting, which yeah. I'm glad we did because I carried this shit all the way here. 
I'm glad that we got. But no, that does fun, dude. I mean, you know, it, it a little trick in the car into the corner, right? You know, and if if you did the corner right, I think you, you're trying to do it too tight. I was watching. Yeah, you do I it. was. Like, yeah, you came in too tight, and you're trying to leave too tight. You got to yeah. come in high and then try to yep. cut the corner. I, 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 That's I, what I, I made, was doing. Yeah, you come in high, drop in, and go out high again. Yeah, I, it I, I made it corners. out a couple of times sideways successfully, but yeah, a couple oh, times I. A couple of times, yeah, I was high, all right. A couple of times I had to have the attendants push me out and true, true. Only person that had Only twice. To. Even the 15-year-old Mennonite girls didn't, didn't have to have that. They could drive a oh horse and God. buggy better than what, me. What's hard to drive in a skirt, you know? <laughs> you know, and wearing a coffee filter on your head. Yeah, that's horrible. Bonnet. It's a bonnet. It's not a coffee filter. It's a Greg, bonnet. Can we turn off commenting in this podcast? <laughs> I didn't know. I was just being observant. I need to do some sort of uh, disclaimers. Like, I do not necessarily represent any of the views or comments made in this podcast from my guests. Oh, I hope the Amish people aren't listening to this. Oh, wait, they can't. No, they, the Amish can't because they don't have electricity. Right. The Mennonites can't. Now we know. <laughs> hearsay. It's all hearsay. Um, well, anyways, this trip has been a lot of fun. And oh, yeah. I don't know and what's going to happen two more when days I show ago. up. I load up, and I just get on the boat. We're, whatever we're, we're rolling down to Montague to see our buddy Leslie. Montague. Leslie yeah. is we, the we got a, the We got a regatta party to go to. Mm-hmm. I got my uh, Mr. Smooth T-shirt ready to go for. I'm not, regatta party. Class. I'm not entirely sure what a regatta party is. I think they're sailboats. It's, I think so. Yeah, and that's it. Which to me would say there's going to be rich people there. Yeah, nah, brah. That's why we should show up and be no sailboat owners are cheap. Motorboat owners are rich. Yeah, motorboat. Isn't boat motorboat. for bust out another thousand? Whether no, it's a sailboat yeah. or motorboat, no. only all? motorboats are bust out another yeah. thousand. Sailboat owners, you could buy a sailboat for twenty four hundred dollars. And That's a lot of money. And do what? Let your kids play in it? And float, no, float around it and sail. <laughs> Good. Yeah. You, know, you don't you have to know pay for sail. gas. Well, <laughs> you got to know how to sail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are schools for that. Okay. Right. See, now you got to take classes. Dude, actually, um, Greg Hahn is uh, taking a sailing class down to the Milwaukee Sailing Center. Okay. You can actually register like a yearly membership. You can take classes. They certify you, and they'll give you a boat to go out on the lake with. To die you on. You're not renting. Well, no, no. You just you borrow the money. boat. You borrow what? it. Yeah, you you pay a yearly membership. How many of those boats and are in the bay? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and then, like and then you give it back to them. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah, fix it. I'll, I'll be back. Whatever. A couple days from now to take out a different boat. You know. I feel like there's a hole in that story. <laughs> there's yeah. got to be something. No, it say. isn't. It's just like a it's a it's a sailing club for. Uh, it's like I don't know, oh. a couple hundred bucks a summer no, or whatever. True, because I grew up on the ocean on the Atlantic Ocean. I was a member of a yacht club. The biggest boat in the yacht club was 21 feet. Yeah. Okay. I had a 12-foot sunfish, and I was an outstanding member of the yacht club. Well, Scanlon, you know, Scanlon is his own boat. Who and, usually uh, goes on this trip, and he is not. Yeah, here. yeah, he didn't make it this year, unfortunately. He's, he's got a gig Sunday. Okay. Um, he's but a yeah, rock and he, roller. He, he, right. pays, he pays to store it. He does all the maintenance on it. You know, he pays to store it in the marina. He pays to store it in the winter in dry storage. And what with the sailing center, do you just pay him a couple hundred bucks a year, and you can just walk right up after whatever level your certification is, depending on the winds and the waves. They're like, "Oh, sure, you can take one of our boats. Go ahead." You just take it back to them, and you don't worry about it. It's like renting a car. 
No kidding. Yeah, you just go beat it around and give it back to them. Be like, yeah, okay, see you next time. Now that you've explained it, I still have no interest in doing that whatsoever. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> I would. It, it was fun, dude. I, I've sailed a couple times with Jeff. It, it's, it's interesting. The I'd, amount of work, I'm sure. But there's no work. work. Well, I mean, there's work learning how to do it. Yeah. And, there's, you know, there's work actually doing it. But there's no other work involved <laughs> except for giving them money. Except you, have to, like, <laughs> except you have to wear a tank top and those short shorts. And, uh, and maybe bow. go buy some dock sides like uh, Eric and Trump at the bar today. And you today. have to wear the sweater across your shoulders <laughs> and when you're, you're up done. there tanning uh, and everything. And, and he's like, <laughs> you're looking pretty good. And you're like, <laughs> uh, just letting this what go do you wherever. mean by that? True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now the peanut gallery is saying... Gallery's got microphones now, motherfucker. She stepped on the ball. You want to? You got any dad jokes for us? You've been busting them out all. Well, I can't do them on. Yeah, it's got to be spontaneous. You know, situational. Like, oh, when my daughter got her hair cut. Did you get all your hairs cut? <laughs> or just one? Oh, man. Then, <laughs> oh, dad, you suck. He's, he's yeah. almost like bad dad, but without the mask Soul. and the selfie stick. <laughs> you know, like. Are all your kid jokes G-rated? Because you, you busted out some good... Uh, well, around the jokes. kids, they probably are, yeah. but around, around us adults, air quotes. We're losing adults. As age number only. Yeah. <laughs> Has nothing to do with our... No, give me a topic. I got something. <laughs> um, peanut butter. Oh, God. Ooh, that's not rated G. <laughs> okay. Peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> well, okay, let's, wrap this. Let's, let's bring this back. We're going to bring this back. In. Yeah, uh, so anyway, back yeah, in. back to the trip. Uh, what, what are we doing tomorrow? We're riding to uh, Montague. But we're going to check out the regatta party. Montague is probably 20 miles are the from the going to be there? The ferry and 20 yep. miles from here. So we're 40. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to ride halfway tomorrow and then half ride Sunday. Yep. Halfway, which, which is a lot nicer than the full way on Thursday. That, and it's cool that the boat leaves at 445 because it leaves Milwaukee at 6 a.m. So right. Some of us had to get up at 2, 3 in the morning and drive over <laughs> to get on that boat. Yeah. And, yeah, at least so we, early. we can cozy chalet down the shoreline yeah. and get there in time. It, it was oh nice that it was, it was nice that we got there uh, this year like a half hour early instead of two minutes early like last time. That, yeah, two years ago. That, that was a little less stressful. Yeah, this, <laughs> this trip is so unorganized that last year didn't even happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got canceled last year. Oh. Um, no, so, by the way, it's uh, $3 coffee with free refills on that boat ride. Yeah. yeah. If you know the magic of coffee. Was it good coffee? I didn't have it. I was drinking beer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wish I would have because I, I could have used a toilet with water in it. I, I yeah, on the boat. I, Why? I, because that's fantastic. Because once you're on the road and you're using portachons, oh. kind of funky. Yeah, that's you got true. your little. Uh, we got nice toilets here. There's nice showers up there. Did you shower today? Have you? And in the I, one next to us? Yes. Oh, no. my God. That pit toilet stinks. Yeah, don't go Did in there. Did you go the left well, or right yeah, one? Right. There's a full plumbing The left bathroom. one's like, clean. The right one's flooded with pee. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Go the left one. So, the left one's dry. Okay. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I've been going in all, all weekend so far. Well, yeah. So, Dave, thanks for... Loosely putting this on. Thanks for yeah. making a Facebook page and Gomez for planning the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He, yeah, he he might have had a little bit bigger uh, plan in hand in, in hand in planning this than I did, but you know. Yeah, well, we'll, see how, we'll see how the regatta goes tomorrow. Yeah, he gave you a lot of the credit, and it, yeah. and it all worked out. No oh yeah, and yeah, like well, yeah, the plan is we're going to Silver Lake, and then we're taking it from there. Yep, and it's working out. Yeah, we made it Silver Lake in the first day. I was impressed with myself. All right. Okay, we're getting loose. We're getting comments from everywhere. So thanks, everybody, for Uh, listening. Hope this wasn't a terrible waste of your time. Yeah, good first show, Spinner. All right. Right on. Yeah. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) And we started out like that. This is the first episode. This is the second episode, but the first recorded episode. Is there any of the music for this podcast? show? Do you guys have music? Do you have an intro? Ugh. Oh yeah, that was the music. The sound of your golden pipes. All right, Do you we're gonna. Some? We're just gonna have a fresh start. We're gonna go bang. Uh, push the wrong damn button. I can't hear freaking button. Uh, that starts out really slow. We gotta wait till that comes off. So let's let's start without music. No, no. We're gonna just. You're tuned to Fat Bike Fat Radio. Radio.